0: Hey, this is Lewis Larosa, artist of Savage for Valiant, and you are listening to Eleven O'clock Comics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like
0: butter, so sweet. Are we all ready for this? Ready,
2: ready, ready.
0: Inventive, yeah, inventive as usual, sure. Mr. Wood. I couldn't come up with anything like that. Really? I ready for ready, City. <laughs>
3: Good thing we're not at the intro. Oh, did it. it. Yeah. Oh, like, did right it. Start singing Mammy.
2: Oh, oh Mammy. Is <laughs> you is or is you ain't my baby? Uh, classic,
0: right? Mm-hmm. I had a chance to buy a cell phone at one time. Really? I did not. Hmm. Yeah. In that actual short? Yeah.
3: Nice.
0: I like it, but I don't like it that much. Right. Like, if I'm going to buy a cell, it's going to be like Thundar or something, you know?
3: I do know. <laughs> I was trying to think of something else, but I'll I'll give you that. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's respect. The, uh, respect uh, the man. What the fuck was I going to say? Oh, I hope I don't do that all
0: night. Don't you be blanking this early. Yeah,
3: I know, for reals. I think I have your next installment of Comics Should Be Ridiculous. You do? I think, yeah, I think, I know you own this issue, and I absolutely think that it was probably, um, I don't. It scores very high on the ridiculous meter. I don't think ridiculous is. I mean, I'm flipping through it, and and it is ridiculous, but I don't think it kind of meets the criteria you may be going for with your.
0: I can always do DK2, because that's pretty ridiculous. In an awesome way.
3: <laughs>
2: See,
0: I should start segmenting the degrees of ridiculousness.
2: Well, suffice to say, there are enough ridiculous comics to come up with fifty a year. Is which is why I picked that. Right? Brilliant. Yeah,
3: that is that is good. Yeah. There you go.
2: DK two next week. Ridiculous. Oh, and hey, my dick is hard right now because I'm staring at the Domino and the Phantom X minifigures that arrived. Oh my god. <laughs> Hey everybody! Once again, it's a it's eleven thirty
0: comics, and I am. What's what? what are you we laughing at?
3: <laughs> what time did we all get here? today? Yeah,
0: it's eleven o'clock comics. Listen, God. dude. <laughs>
2: You know what? I'm sorry that I have to be a parent. Oh,
0: okay. You are the best parent. And this is 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 451.
2: I'm still an hour and a half early. And I'm Vince B. (laughs) Oh, my
4: goodness.
3: Oh, God, yes, yes. Oh, my
2: goodness.
3: You are the wonderful and exciting Vince B. I am David A. Price. And I'm the smartest blue
2: fur you've ever met. I'm Hank McCoy. Traitor. And and Breaker breaker
0: of the Multiverse. You're not good.
2: No. Uh, you don't
0: even know. You're not, Hank. I don't. I plead ignorance when it comes to the X-Men. Gladly plead ignorance. You're not Hank McCoy. You're Jason
4: Wood. What up? Yay.
2: Tis the season, y'all. Right. It is. It is that. So my birthday week. Got Christmas coming. Wow.
3: It's all about I'm it. off for your birthday week because it's your birthday week. What? Oh, it is seven. Back up. You took his birthday off? I took his whole week off, yeah.
0: Yeah, he took the whole week off an honor. Of oh, it wasn't an honor. You just took it off for, for the holiday. It's true. And it's nothing true. to do with you. <laughs> holiday. <laughs> Uh, well, before Jason breaks your ears with that, I'm going to tell you that oh there's only God, one <laughs> place to go if you would like to get your comics and collectibles at rock-bottom prices. Just one choice. That's very simple. Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com. You can get all the stuff you want and get it a fraction of the retail price, <clears throat> such as – Jason, I picked this one especially for you. <clears throat>
1: okay.
0: From Marvel. Rob Liefeld, Deadpool, OGN, yes. Say No More, Bad Blood, OGN, twenty four ninety nine cover price, your price twelve dollars and forty nine cents. That's fifty percent off, and it's a mature readers title. There's a parental advisory on this thing, so one can assume, right, that it's going to be in line with the movie and not the comics. Mm. It's probably going to be raw, right? And something that's not Rob, but that's beautifully written and drawn. It's the Flintstones from DC. The first trade paperback collection is going to be coming out. Uh it uh scoops up issues one to six of Mark Russell and Steve Pugh's awesome series. Sixteen ninety nine cover price. Your price? Eight dollar forty nine cent. And the thing about which I'm most excited from DC and boom, it's a tag team. Planet of the Apes, Green Lantern, number one. Robbie Thompson's writing it. Barnaby Bagenda is drawing it. Oh, my God. Buy this thing. $3.99 cover price. Your price, $1.99. DCBService.com. Do not mind late orders or ordered editions, and you get everything shipped straight to your front door. It's effortless. DCBService.com. Say it
2: dcbservice.com thank you a little delay
0: there that's it. okay it well
2: I thought you were talking to Dap because you're always addressing him instead of me no oh my goodness
0: oh my goodness it's not even close to being true it's
2: because you guys get that little 10 minutes to start the show where you get you, first
0: you give me the tough love Dap is just all love he, he just gives it to me all the time I have to pull it out of you and that's true I do it's like it's like a the the freaking prickly nut in the middle Dude, of my
2: the... heart sings when I think <clears throat> of you
0: yeah, well, you gotta admit, I've been falling in line with this new brand-spanking new website thing. Have I not been falling in line? I mean, it's been one di- one week. And I we still did it. here. I paid attention to the texts when they came through on the Slack. What to do? I had them done. You did. I did not. Dap said jump. I said, my brother, how high?
2: You both and, had crushingly good articles to
0: start. Oh my god, no! Dap did. I just being, I'm just being me. Daps was that
3: was some science there. Dropped it. I just I, only because of that awesome feature image. Oh yeah, and if
0: you would like to experience this, the newness, the new hotness of eleven o'clock comics. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 eleven
0: o'clock. Oh my goodness, the beer. Eleven o'clock yeah. comics. Come to our website. It's brand new. Eleven o'clock comics dot com. Right. Yes, sir. It's there for you. You will see and read and, and experience content that is not available on the podcast, not available on the Facebooks or the Twitters or any of that. You can only get it at 11oClockComics.com. Why? We Because we've been resting on our laurels for a hell of a long time and we have yep. we have stuff to give. We're You're lazy as fuck. Yeah, that we are. Is that. And so, bo- I mean, I... We're damn good at what we do. So I think we should capitalize on that fact and bring you even more goodness in one-stop shopping.
3: Yes, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there's we, there are things that we talk about on the show that we may want to go into more detail on. Right, we can't go on the show exactly. Bring it, to, bring it to the website. I'm working on a interview, a website-only interview for for a creator who we personally are big fans of and he's a friend of ours and he loves the show uh but logistically it's a nightmare to try to get him to come on the show so keep that cat um, in the bag don't let the cat out i'm not so i just so that's something i'm working on i hopefully for next week so yeah um but yeah so we're but we're having we're i I think we're going to have this week if this week is any example based on what we've done on the site and what we've been saying to each other behind the scenes regarding the site I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this and and the best is yet to come.
0: Right. Well it's it's all, it's all downhill now because we're familiar with the WordPress we know about the how to import the images, how to make it work, how to flow the text and make it beautiful or at least you know our definition of beautiful. But you you hit on a, 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 a very important point when you said we can go into much more detail about things than we can on the show. How many times have I lost my way on, the, on the show and just, just start talking about shit and I forget, you know, that there is a time limit on the website? I can get nuts and Jason won't be rolling his eyes.
2: I don't ever roll my eyes. <laughs> Oh, I love you. So. You Why? know. You know. You know what I feel like. I feel like that because Neesman left the show. You try and make me Neesman sometimes. Oh yeah, I have to vilify you. Yes. I, I am can, not the uh, villain. I'm not wearing the. I'm not wearing the black hat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I got much. I got
3: so much love for you. Every, my heart's gonna burst, especially with this time of year. He does. Oh yeah. Uh,
2: I can't wait for that. I, first. Suppose, I can't wait till you See what you got me for Christmas. <laughs> All the stuff.
3: All of it, all, I mean, of, it, all yeah. of it. I think you mm-hmm. want to it afford. It. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for the next issue. I'm looking for that uh, that Gold Digger column. I can't wait for that. I will do that now because I I, I can
0: go deep on Gold Digger.
3: Well, you know what? One of my be
2: ridiculous.
3: pardon That's,
0: me that Gold Digger is comics a,
2: should be ridiculous.
0: Right, Gold Digger is a very ridiculous comic, mm-hmm. and you can't talk about it to the unin, uninitiated. It's something you have to be there. Relatively ground floor, because the the mythology never went away. It's all canon. I hate that word, but I'm going to use it, and it all matters. So you can't jump an issue like 127 and seem to and and, and want to know what's going on because you won't. Let's talk about comics while we're doing this. What do we got? Yes. Oh, we didn't do the the drink roll call. We didn't do a damn thing oh, yeah.
2: I'm going to get 451 episodes. It's all good.
0: I'm going to get slapped probably, but. Um, somebody gave me a case of Black and Tan. Oh, I don't want it to go to waste, so uh, I'm. I'm you, all right? I'm being. Great I'm being honest. I'm. This you is are me being honest. honest. I'm drinking and, Black and, and Tan.
3: And, and you're saying that you did not purchase no, this case.
0: No, someone else did. Somebody else did, and man. they said, "Hey, have a great holiday." <laughs> Here you go, and I'm like, "Okay, thank you. I will take this, but."
2: I'm drinking it in protest.
3: What about you, Jason?
2: I am drinking an old favorite, Close de los Siete. That red table wine that we that's drink. Good stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. I was I, you, there was a 50-50 chance. You said old favorite. It was either going to be that wine or it was going to be a mandarin orange seltzer. Mm. Nah. All right. All that's right. Roll, man. <laughs> no, not that's twice a month.
2: Nah, I didn't Get my drink on. It's holidays. It is. Holiday.
3: There it is. They're older.
0: There it is. Celebrate. it's back.
3: Good <laughs> lord. Stop. Oh. Uh, Dap, what you chugging on? I am chugging on, uh, the, the, the quarterly knocking point shipment came, uh, oh. over the weekend. So this is, uh, Knocking points, Walla Walla from Walla Walla Valley, Washington. Um, it's their Bordeaux blend red wine. And it is um, it's got some uh, I guess heft. There's there, there's a little bit of um, heaviness to it. It doesn't uh, I can't just well, like you just said Vince, I can't just chug this like I can with some of the other uh, wines I've been drinking lately. So I'm taking my time with it. It's 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 pretty good. You should take your time with it. Take time. You with deserve
0: it. it. All right, onward towards the comics. No, thank yous. I don't believe so.
3: I, only because I received a few um, Christmas cards, some 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 holiday cards from from some friends. Um, yep, got one from Mr. Stephen Water. Yes, got his. And uh received one from Mr. Jonathan Gordon, which had some uh some art in it. Oh, I and think I
0: got one too, but I didn't open it. It came today.
2: Oh. Yeah, okay. my wife opens the cards I haven't checked today, so if I did get it, I will shout at that next week, so apologies. Yeah, I the,
3: got uh, I got a box but I didn't open it yet. I've gotten a couple of boxes and I think the my there was I have one from the EOC gift exchange and um one of the items was gift-wrapped. The other item in the box was not, but I haven't taken advantage of that second item yet. I might wait till Christmas. But um, And okay. I also received a card from Ms. Uh, Terry S. Wood of Wandering Star.
0: Oh, uh, I think there's a thing going on between you two.
3: Well, she sent one to uh, – this is number six of 60. She sent a card to everyone who reviewed the Wandering Star collection on Amazon. You didn't deny it when I made that claim. No, no. I mean, it's not. There's, there's, it's, it's, listen, there's this there's room in my heart for Chris <laughs> <and laughs> there's. there's, there's
0: now crying.
3: It's, I doubt it. I really <laughs> doubt it. All
0: right. So, so what are we reading? I have something that was a complete impulse buy. Oh, mainly because man. mainly because it was so cheap, very inexpensive, uh, and it's a zero issue, and I just okay. I just picked it up on a whim because I love the she devil with a sword, okay, and although I haven't uh, read everything that has come out from Dynamite mm-hmm. uh, featuring Red Sonia, I did for a certain amount of time, and you know we grow tired of, of some characters and then we revisit we them later and when the when the publisher decides to, to jumpstart a new series, I'll give it a shot. This is Red Sonia number zero. Written by Amy Chu, illustrated by Carlos Gomez, color art is by Mohan, and it's published of course by Dynamite. It's it's merely beer uh, that that it's the yeah, bare, I, I know it's the barest of hints about what's going on in this series, but you get the full conceit of where it's going on the last page okay sonia is is hired by by uh uh this group of people the maru to protect them right and that's exactly what she does she's she in the, as this issue opens she's fighting this massive fire breathing tentacle winged Beastie and and she's lopping off um, like tentacles and she cuts its tail off and it's breathing fire and it's not getting to her. It's it's basically an excuse for Carlos Gomez to draw Red Sonia in very um, it's good girl art. It's the very definition of good girl art. Um, it's not explicit, but. You know you, you're familiar with Sonia's chainmail, right? It leaves very little to the imagination, and Gomez has a very good handle on the female form. Very first page, it's a splash page, right? And Sonia is with her back to the reader, running up steps towards this creature, and the way she's running, she's got the weight on one leg. And her hip is kicked out, and the 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 chainmail bottom part is is flapping in the breeze. It's a very beautiful drawing of a woman. That's I'm just going to leave it at that. But that's not just beautiful woman. The architecture is great, like the way he composed this page. The steps arc in, and she's running up just straight into this the the claws of this demon. It's a really nice opening page. So. Um, Sonya's fighting this this monster, and she looks like she's got the she's got the beat on him. She's bringing it down, but who pops up? Kulan Goth. That's where I thought I found this very interesting because Kulan Goth is a Marvel character. Roy Thomas and I believe Barry Windsor Smith created Kulan Goth. So I'm thinking when they got. The 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 Red Sonya package they got all of the Red Sonya package not only, you know the the uh, I don't know if they have the ties to Conan I was because Dark Horse publishes Conan
3: right maybe well let's see yeah because of the split there I was thinking maybe whatever they created that the uh, um. Cause like the
0: Avengers fought Kulan Goth. The X Men fought him, didn't they? It does sound like they did. Yeah, he pops through, through time, uh, through, uh, timelines. But, and Conan. Kulan Goth has been a thorn in Conan's side for a while. But I just thought it was neat. Not only, well, Red Sonya's a Marvel character. So you have two Marvel properties (laughs) at a rival publisher. And they're doing good things with it. So Kulan Goth pops in and he's like, I'm not done with you yet, Lassie. He plucks, sonia out of the present and he deposits her somewhere else so she arrives in this subterranean passageway and she's milling around and and she encounters some people uh men and they look really strange to her and they're they're speaking in this unknown tongue they can't understand her she can't understand them they're afraid of her because they and they should be because sonia has a Propensity for swinging the sword first and a- asking questions later, right? But I'm going to blow the surprise because it is a zero issue. Uh, spoilers if you would want to find out on on your own. But as she's going through this passageway, she notices this, this these metal things running through it. And she's saying, wow, this is quality workmanship. Um, and she comes out into the light and it's a manhole cover. So she is in... The present. And, <laughs> and and I'm intrigued because the solicitation for the next issue, which would be issue number one, has Red Sonia swinging a lamppost. Like part of a lamppost. She's in the modern day and our world will never be the same. Now I don't know where they're gonna go with this, but I have to admit that I am intrigued. I think that, I think it could work. Mm. No.
3: No, I I am it's it is it, it's interesting. I mean, we've read the you know, what if Conan was showed up in the 80s yeah. and and uh, you know I mean we've I I don't dislike fish out of water stories. I uh, Star Trek 4 is one of my favorite movies. I I I get a kick out of seeing people in situations that it's it's not just one thing where you know you wake up in another country and it's still your time. But I mean, to be someone from a completely different era and and have years and generations go by and 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 then suddenly just be in our present. That's yeah, no, that that could be. You it may be have, fun, yeah. Yeah, Picking this up, yeah. And I want to read this. The, I, I will um,
0: admit that the art is very cheesecakey. But it's not it's not posy like Greg Land, where you could tell that that pose is referenced from somewhere. This is although not along the same stylistic uh tendencies as you know Frank Thorne this uh, Carlos does not draw like Frank Thorne, okay, but the poses seem natural like Frank Thorne's, and um Sonia is not too buff. She's shapely, she has a very feminine form. she's not extremely muscular. It's just great drawing through this whole thing. It's good girl art i I'm not ashamed to say that I was captivated by this book it's It's hmm. yeah sonya has got it going on, you know, not too busty, just right, just right yeah that's cool so, yeah. so i'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Nick Bradshaw did the cover. oh, oh nice, yep, there's that's three cool. of them. One's Nick Bradshaw. Um, mm-hmm. Then you got one by um, Brandon Peterson. Hey. Yeah. And then uh, J. Scott Campbell did the incentive cover. Hey. Of course. That's not a surprise, right? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Red Sonya number zero. It's a it's a quarter. You, you're not going to break the bank on this. If you don't it's like a it, you're out of quarter. It's a quesir. Yeah. I liked it. Nice. That's nice. What
2: else?
3: Next, I know. Well, so y'all know I, brought,
2: I brought the DC bombshells last week, right? You did. So I've been, man. You know, uh, one of my favorite things this this last year has been the unyielding and highly consistent uh, funnies that uh, that uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor bring with with the Harley Quinn in her various forms, right? And. I was uh, trying to catch up on my Regine pile over the past week, and I had Harley's Little Black Book uh, issues three and four. Oh, nice! In, in my pile, and uh, so I, I read them. And for those that are unaware, that is a companion book to the regular Harley Quinn series, also written by Jimmy and Amanda. Um, but it has a couple of conceits. One, I think it's bi-monthly, if not quarterly. I know it's not every month. It is um, oversized. It is, um, it's, it's essentially a, um, brave in the bold format. Yeah. team up. It's, it's Harley plus somebody else. Uh, and it's often so far each issue has had a different artist of some renowned that isn't generally, uh, someone you find doing, uh, regular sequential work. So in issue number three of Harley's little black book, it is, uh, co-starring Zaytana written by Jimmy and Amanda with art. By and this is interesting, Joseph Michael Linsner. Yep. Nice. Which uh, again, you know, you do not see him draw interiors much at all anymore. And when he does, that's not DC superheroes. Um, so there is a continuing narrative in this from prior issues. The uh, in issue number two, um, we were introduced to the London Legion of superheroes, which is a. Group of misfits from London, um, really, really poor, poor, like poor superheroes um, that come to America to find Harley because they love her, and so they're still shacking up at her place. And she, uh, Zaytana shows up for a three-night gig at the club that Harley owns, and so she shacked up at the place as well. And nearby, there is a abandoned amusement park. And within that, there is a Hellgate 2 ride. It's like a, some type of like little roller coaster haunted house thing that, that's abandoned. And uh, as it turns out, it's actually haunted. So um, some spirits, uh, they're going to tear this place down to build something new. And so some spirits hear this and they realize that their home is about to be gone. So they uh, looking for a new place. They make their way to Harley's place, which is nearby. And the spirits explain to her that they are going to lose their crib and that there's a demon within the building that, uh, that is possessing it. So, uh, long story short, Zaytana, who's also in the building because she's gonna perform, and Harley team up with the Motley crew from London, and they battle the demon. Uh, and it's just, uh, again, Jimmy and Amanda just bring the funny, man. Like, there's so much double entendre and innuendo between Zaytana and Harley, which is, which is super dope. Lindner certainly knows how to draw the ladies. No question about that. Uh, and the demon essentially comes to bear, and they, they have to battle the demon, and Harley dons a Ghostbusters uniform, and uh, they start doing battle with a bunch of hell creatures. They end up in a um, uh, a domain where they realize that this demon was, was once human and was turned into uh, this demon forever having to ru- rule uh, or, or or torment people in this building. So they try and figure out a way to, to to get his soul back, and it turns out that the major domo, the head demon, the one that did this to him, his name Nad Oedid. Now, now think about that for a second. As we know, Zaytana, her spells have to be by saying words backwards, backwards, right? Yes. So this demon's name spelled backwards, Dan to Dio <laughs> he's, he's not a demon. <laughs> It's hilarious. So they go to Nad Oedid's crib, and it is, Vince would be very happy, it is a bacchanal. Instead of being a Mephisto like hell where everything's burning and stuff, they go, it's a giant Grecian building with fountains and pools and tons of naked people making out and having orgies. There you go. Just living the life. And and Nad Oedid is in the middle of the whole shenanigans. They try and convince him to, uh, Oh, that, do, deep. that does what? not look like Dan DiDio. That does not look like Dan No, DiDio. that's no, very buff not. for DiDio. No, no, yes. no. It looks like a very handsome, buff young man. <laughs> looks like Namor. But Harley makes a deal that she will stay <clears throat> in this hell with Ned Weeded for 30 days in exchange for this dude's soul. And Harley being Harley, she's such a stone cold freak that Ned Weeded actually sends her back to Earth after a day because he cannot believe how depraved she is and he wants her gone from his domain. So just very, very clever, hilarious. You've got Zaytana and Harley doing their thing. You've got Zaytana and Harley in string bikinis. Um, you know, this is what it is. It's unapologetically unapolog- uh, cheesecake and fun. Uh, that's what this is. That's mm-hmm. what this book is. I love it to death. If you're not into that, if you're too cool for cheesecake, if you're too <laughs> cool for second this isn't for you. Now this is good.
0: This is the again the definition of good girl art.
2: It is exactly that. Yeah. And then issue number four, and this is where the 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 kismet from last week comes into play. Issue number four of Harley's Little Black Book is teaming her up with yep. DC Comics bombshells. Yep. Nice. And that is uh, Amanda and Jimmy write it, and art by Stanley Tucci.
0: And I have to say, yes. Oh, it's not Billy Tucci; it's Stanley Tucci.
2: Oh, Billy Tucci. I'm yeah, B- as B- Billy Tucci. I, was Billy like, what? Tucci, I apologize. Um, Billy no,
0: this Tucci. is this is quite possibly the best Billy Tucci I've ever seen.
2: It is immeasurably better than what I expected when yes. I saw this Billy yeah. Tucci on the cover. Yeah, he, he should draw. He should draw good girl, good girl art more often. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. So. For those that are familiar with DC bombshells, they may be saying to themselves, well, wait a minute, Harley's a member. So that is correct. In this case, Harley, um, has some kind of item that can send her places. And so she vortexes herself, uh, what is effectively into another dimension, which is the bombshells dimension, which as I said last week is a, it's a World War II setting where, um, a bunch of DC women are um, heroines there in, uh, and she, she's a part, there's a version of her that's a part of the team, and that, that's part of the narrative here because they kind of do a little swap where she's on a mission, the other one's on a mission, they end up running into each other, end up swapping missions, that type of thing. But, um, but amazingly fun Tucci's art, as you said, Vince, looks, looks incredible. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they just kick Nazi ass. Just like in DC bombshells, they just, they, they, they go through an adventure where they have to, um, they're on a secret mission and they end up having to fight a bunch of Nazis and whooping their ass. And, uh, it's awesome stuff. It really is. Yeah. So.
0: And this, um, Zatanna, I think oh, I know. The, the, when they're, she's on stage performing. Yeah, oh my, my God.
2: Oh, I know. And there are vampires as well. I should mention. In so
0: fine. Issue.
2: Yeah. Uh, Harley Amanda, does her thing. Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller's in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, just, uh, this is a great, great series, and it's just, it's a companion book to the ongoing series that, uh, that we all love so much, and, um, I can't wait for, uh, it to be collected, because I hope they put this out in a hardcover. It's a prestige book, oversized, glossy paper, four ninety nine cover price, so, certainly worthy of the hardcover treatment if they want to go that route. Yep. Um, but it just tickles my fancy, man. It's just, it's just great, fun. You know, cheese, cheesecakey, good girl, hilarious fun yeah
0: are you aware of the artist that will be doing issue
2: number five no Simon Bisley interesting now that's interesting because I do really like his art but I I wonder if he can draw the the good girl oh yeah yeah Yeah.
0: and uh, the the uh, team up uh, angle is with Lobo so oh very interesting okay Um, it's it's set in stone I got to get this okay I want this in a hardcover.
3: yeah for sure uh. What are you saying? Uh. No, I, he, Vince amuses me.
0: I do him. Yeah. Amu- I don't know what I do to amuse him, but I'm glad because I do Because
3: Vince it. never actually buys hardcover books.
0: I—that's all I buy are hardcover books. That's true. I don't
3: know. Wait, because <laughs> of all those dust jackets he has at home. Oh
0: yeah,
2: I, that's how I, keep,
0: I heat my house in the winter. I burn dust jackets. <laughs> I can't can't stand the damn things.
4: <laughs>
0: Such a hater. Damn.
2: I just
3: want to hey, hey, hey. speak um, tell us um, well I didn't get to read as much as I wanted uh, to I was doing a uh, bunch of um, I was jumping around a bit mm-hmm. like I was I went back and because um, I realized as I was
1: as I've, been, as I've
3: been enjoying uh Greg Smallwood on Moon Knight I realized I never finished I read the first two issues, but I never finished the first dream thief and I didn't realize that there was a follow up. So I've been reading that. Uh, but while I've been reading that, I decided to, um, get caught up on the champions. So I read the, uh, read the second and third issue. Same. Um, and that is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying this, literally this team coming together. Um, it's, uh, it's, you know, Cyclops is now part of the team. Uh, Cho isn't really keen on that, but it's, it's, uh, he's, he's not as, as opposed to it as, as he was initially. It is, it was a great setup as far as getting, um, when they meet Cyclops, but, uh, you know, the, this trinity of of um of Ms Marvel and Nova and Spider-Man um they have some great chemistry together and and uh it's it's a lot of fun to read these characters in this setting uh it, it's not the third issue is a little on the um political side but it's not uh it doesn't really feel like it stops the flow of the story Dead. Everything, uh, it, it still feels like what Wade has been doing with the first two issues. So there's no, um, it's not like all of a sudden here's, uh, you know, a, a heroes for hope issue. This is just a, it, it, it's still this team battling bad guys. Uh, but the, the whole, it, it's colorful. It's not as, as, uh, I guess as heavy or as adult or as, um, Real worldy problem, not even, I don't want, it's not real world problems, but, but the way like Amazing Spider-Man or Iron Man or, or any of the other grown up with, with, with real grown up, yeah, real, with, with grown up characters as, as the lead characters, um this does not feel like that. It, it's, it's, it's a li- it's kind of like a breath of fresh air it's similar to, to the way, uh, Miss Marvel is or Nova is or, or maybe Spider-Man because I'm, way behind on the miles spider-man book. Uh but that was a lot of fun and the now that uh well Viv has been on the team but just just the way everybody has to uh, the main three heroes because we're familiar with them they've had their own books for a while now when they were on the avengers uh but once you add the other three the um everybody kind of has to Get used to who everybody is and 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 everything that they can do those was a great um the second issue kind of gave some if you're not familiar with the characters uh the second issue kind of brought you up to speed on especially their personality but uh, some of their power sets and 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 who they are it was kind of it wasn't as detailed as on a Hotmo issue, but you still got uh, a sense of who these heroes are and, and, and what they'll be able to do. Um, and I did get caught up on a uh, moon night, which again, uh, Lemire is, is killing it uh, this year. But um, this, this is the issue where you had uh, all of the different personalities that, uh, Mark Specter has had over the years. He's uh, meeting them head on and trying to. There, there was a reason why each one of them, whether it was Lockley or Grant, or, or there was a reason why each one of the personalities uh, was formed and 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 came to the forefront, and uh, one of them. Was an imaginary friend when, when he was a child and it's just, it's all, Lemire, I think, does a pretty good job of not dismissing or insulting what came before. Uh, but this is a character. Moon Knight has never really had, um, at least recently, staying power and, and he's been mishandled over the years, whether it was that Charlie Houston series or, um, you know, there was the, the Fist of Kashu. There were, there were so many, there've been a lot of Boon Knight titles over the years. Uh, and the Warren Ellis, the this volume that kicked off by Warren Ellis a couple of years ago, that, that was a good one. And, and you had Cullen and Wood and you had a, few writers carrying it along and, and that was good. And then it paved the way for Lemire to do this. And I think he's doing a a fantastic job, you know, when all the, with everything we've read by Lemire over the years, if, if I don't think I ever would have imagined him being able to take writing Moon Knight, because that's, it, it's it's fun to joke about moon knight but it's not exactly a book where you're like oh i'd love to see that guy take on moon knight that that's not really a character that you want to see one of your favorite creators kind of take on because again over the years there hasn't really been anything great done with the character so uh this this issue issue 9 finishes up this arc where um now uh it ends with uh, Mister Knight going, he's, he's decided to go back to the hospital, and uh, he has to kill Khonshu. So that's where the next arc will take us. And so I guess it'll be Moon Knight versus uh, his God, more or less. And there's a another Marvel book. Wait, was, can we just
0: pause on Moon Knight for one second? Sure, sure. I think sure. it's
3: pretty. It's pretty. It's an
0: amazing feat when you have. Four artists working on one book. An artist of the level of James Stokoe yeah, and Greg Smallwood, yeah, and Torres and yep. Frank Avilla, yeah, and and none of them outshine the other. They're all doing incredible work. Like I went through issue number nine, and I, and as the the art style would change obviously it's inevitable that you would compare the following pages to those that preceded it and so on and you have four different artists on this thing and i can't pick one that outshines the other three that's that's incredible when you have this level of talent on a book and they're all producing amazing pages like the in issue 9 the, the stoko page with the the the, the containment suit just like vanishing vanishing yeah. and then yeah. you you have the, the the punch page by Frank Avilla and the just and smallwoods pages are just amazing like how are they getting these guys to produce this caliber of work on one know. book it's insane
3: and it's so fitting that each of them have the different personality to take on it's not like they're it right. it's, it it works because it if if yes stoko's art looks different Sure. Than Torres, and of course, it's going to look different than Frank and Villa. So the way that, because the Spectres personalities are not quite, they are they're all different. Then uh, it's it makes sense that the art would. There's there was um, there was a page earlier in this in this arc mm-hmm. that uh, three of the artists each took a panel on a page.
0: Right. We talked. Yeah. We talked. And that about was. That. That was funny. But I want to see a Moon Knight book exclusively by Torres or Franco or Stokoe. But you get it all in, in one thing here. And it's like, yeah. wow. Are they putting this out in hardcovers or, or, or trades?
3: I do not know. I mean, this is –
2: Most of the, the, the Marvel, whatever they're calling this, is, where the new Marvel is coming out on trades. Aww.
3: But maybe This is a prestige book. Or at least it, 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 should, be. it yeah. should be. It should be. I could, I, I can actually see this on my shelf. I, I would not be opposed me to owning this as a, and it's yeah.
0: Moon Knight, like what? I know, right? <laughs> what what universe a, have, have know, we, have man. we slid into a, an alternate dimension or something?
2: I gotta say, like I'm with you guys on the art, but I, I, I still think it feels a lot like, like a Moon Knight book to me, like in the sense that, like, I just feel like they, like, can't we have a Moon Knight story that doesn't involve him having multiple personalities? Like I know he's got split personalities. I just feel like. For ten years now, almost every Moon Knight story revolves around the fact that he's trying to figure out if his personalities can be can be beaten. Can he take control of his life again? It's like
3: see, I think that that Houston and Finch series that was a mess, and I don't think that really that 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 kicked off with more about revenge from his former sidekick from Round Robin. So I don't know if if um, if that particular series. I don't remember if that focused on the personality disorder i have no idea about the bendis no, okay so i yes it is something that seems to be obviously part of the character i don't know if different writers are like you know i'm going to do my take on that or i have I, I have a handle on it i know what to do with it but yeah you're right i mean there are which is why i haven't read every single Moon Knight series because it, it it can be more of the same but yeah. if you can if if you can do, I mean, at least with the Ellis stuff, when he came out with Mister Knight and he didn't, he didn't have the cape and cowl on, and that was, I right, that that's nifty looking. I I, I can dig that. And that and, and Declan was working on it, and and that that looked sharp. And it was, it um, those were mostly done in one stories, and it's just like you know, here's Moon Knight is just another character in the Marvel universe, but he's dealing with a different corner that even Daredevil doesn't really mess with. So that felt like a very different Moon Knight book, and we weren't really, we weren't being hit over the head with the personality issues. Whereas Lemire knows that it's part of the character, and he is being extremely creative with it. And I think he, he's he's able to get away with what he's doing because it is somewhat. It, I don't know. I don't want to say it's a different take, but it's different enough where. I haven't seen it done like this before. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. you, you could take Mark Spector out of Crazy Town, but you can't take the Crazy Town out of Mark Spector. I think that's mm-hmm. that's always going to be uh,
3: a part uh, of. Listen, it. I don't mind him
2: having multiple personalities. It's one of the things that makes him different. But it's just like, I don't know. Like, can we actually have some action too?
3: And I think we will. I mean, it might. It's it's nine issues. I, so far, I can. I can see being a slow burn. with those nine issues. We've only had two two arcs, but um, now that he has a purpose and he knows what he needs to do going into this third arc with issue ten. Once that concludes with whatever Jeff has planned next, that I I'm hoping I, it may, it would make sense to me as much sense as a Moon Knight book can make that. We will get some action. I don't know if I want to see him taking on a taskmaster right now, but I mean, yes, I oh, think I do. we're going to, I oh not know, and that would be hella cool. <laughs> wrong it wrong character it. to pick. No, That's huh? <laughs> why I said it. It's exactly why I said it. But, um, it's, it's something that it, it would definitely shake it up and it would be a change of pace. But I mean, right, right now, this character, Jeff needs to get him where he needs to be. And, and yes, then, then we can see him. Take on Taskmaster, who apparently has been in every goddamn Marvel book recently. Between oh the yeah, three, all over the, place. The, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. I mean, the dude is. Most just, people can't draw him though. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, and this this book surprised me because I did not finish the previous Nova series, so I had no idea. And Zach going right down it. I am. He's not uh, he's not giving us a chance to breathe here. That's okay. I
2: didn't even get to talk about champions though. You were like, Oh, I read champions with me too. Right. You're, like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You are right. Jason, you are
0: what's right. your take on champions? Wait.
2: Well, I mean that covered it all. I mean
0: you know <laughs> not all of it. He didn't touch upon the the uh the daughter of the vision breaking mister Cho's heart by you know Yes.
2: So I mean I think To, I mean, that made the point that I was going to make, which is that I thought that the third issue, while okay, was definitely a little too political for me. I think it was a a step down from the first two, just because there was such a whimsical fun to the first two. Um, so I, I could have done without the third issue, but, um, but I think there were components of the third issue that carried the day beyond the political stuff, which is like, there was lots of quipping about who should be the leader. And, uh, People like being like, especially Nova having issue with the idea of Psychos being leader and then, you know, being like, well, you weren't even the leader. You know, he's like, you weren't even leading the x for that long before they pulled you out of time. He's like, who did you battle? And, like, Cyclops was like, uh, Eunice, Magneto, Juggernaut. Like, like So he's like, whatever. Um And, yeah, like you said, I mean, the third issue, we also got uh, Amadeus getting his heart broken by Viv because they make out and she's not feeling it. And then she says, maybe I should try another gender, which is super hot. Uh, and, which <laughs> but- I love.
3: Yeah, and, but she's like, no, I'm I'm in no mood to experiment. Yeah, Kamala's like, I don't think so. Yeah,
2: Kamala's like, nah. <laughs> um, but the second issue was dope, though. Them sitting around it the was. campfire trying to get to know each other. I love that. Every minute of that issue, I thought that was a splendid issue from start to finish. Duplicate panels um, and all. What's that? Duplicate panels and all.
3: I was waiting for that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Come on, I'm back yeah, no, I have got to do that. I, I dug it a lot. All right. I think it's a fun issue. And I will say that uh, before Dap gets into his uh, – next marvel book i will say that um for as much of a debacle as the prior wade avengers series was with the kids and the adults all together i think both of these new versions which are essentially splitting the things apart are working for me i think he's back i think wade's got his mojo back Cool. because i thought avengers number two was very good as well
3: it was it absolutely was and it um the uh the scenes with with, with hercules especially at the uh beginning of the the issue were um a lot of fun, although it is there is some confusion, at least with my eyes, that um, especially during the fighting scenes. But I guess that's appropriate, being Kang and all. But there, there was um, things were not as clear. Yeah, it was
2: a little visually hard to follow. I agree with all the Kang sort of intermingled against one another and fighting in 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 limbo, where everybody's floating around. Yeah, but you're right.
3: It is a. um,
2: Are we talking about Avengers number two? Mm-hmm,
0: yes. Okay. Um, Y'all lost me there for a second.
2: Sorry, Domundo and Wade. Yeah, got it. Um, one of the cool things about that was that, uh, recall recalling the end of the first issue, um, uh, the you know Kang kills, they kill all the baby Avengers to try and get them out, rid of them. So all the Avengers get rescued by a future Kang into Limbo. But what was cool is that Hercules doesn't get killed, and the reason is is because. He's a demigod, and nobody knows when the hell he was born. So I thought that was cool. Yes. So that allows him to.
3: That's a neat hook. To,
2: yeah, it's a cool yeah. little hook.
3: Um, so my last Marvel book for now there you is go. the. Uh, since I never finished the previous Nova series, the um, I had no idea. Spoilers that. Richard Ryder is back, and this new Nova series is written by Jeff Lovness and Ramon Perez. Art is by Ramon Perez, and it is um, it's real easy on the eyes. It's a good looking book. Yeah, uh, I mean it's it kind of doesn't need to be said, being Ramon, but you know Sam is still it's i i have to give the props to folks like especially uh, i don't know what Loveness has written um aside from this first issue of nova i i know ramon is is a talented writer but the sam in uh in this in this series, sounds very much like the Nova in Wade's Champion series. So the fact that it's it's I, I it, consistent across books, whether you know from one writer to the next and the team, it, it's um, I don't really always get that. So the the fact that we have it here and and it was pretty seamless since I went from reading Nova and then went to issue two of champions. It, it, um, nothing was, nothing seemed out of place. So you have, um, you know, Richard is back and things don't seem to be doing. He's got some issues because he, um, when he, when he met, his untimely end at the end of Thanos and a parallel dimension called the Cancer Verse. Um whatever the hell was going on with him over there, I guess he's kind of brought back with him because he uh he's talking to his mom and he's standing at the mantle looking at photos and there's a mirror above the mantle. Uh but mom comes up to goes and it comes up behind him puts her hand on his shoulder, but in the mirror, her hand looks all rotted and decayed, and then when he sees her reflection in the mirror, she's like a, 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 a zombie with half their skull. You know, So it's like he's... Neat looking. It is. It, it is neat looking. But um, So there's definitely something going on with Mr. Ryder. Um, Nova's doing his thing. There is a great... I think Vince would absolutely love this double-page spread of... Uh, I read it. ...of of Nova saving Ego.
2: Hell yeah. Uh, that was a great, yeah. I got my eye on that.
3: It's, um... I'm serious. <laughs> the only, the only
0: man that reads comics with post-it notes to buy yeah. the pages yeah, later. I'm not <laughs> the only
2: man, believe me. Well, I wish I was the only man. Only one, one of our men,
3: so there uh, you go. The, uh... It's uh, so basically, yeah, Ego's got, like, uh, an STD, more or less, but uh great conversation between nova and the living planet <laughs> sam goes to school there's 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 the usual sam stuff happening um and a very s- almost like not quite Scotty youngish type little uh dream sequence happening but when uh the the issue kind of ends with um with Ryder as Nova, um, basically just trying to relive those moments where he was Nova. He would look out above the horizon and 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 uh, just take it in the fact that he's so high up in the heavens. But he gets hit with something with with, with internally and and uh, doubles over, starts falling. To Earth with, uh, some thing, uh, behind him in his trail. It, it's, uh, looks like eyes. It look, yeah. Basically, there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah, where it um, looks like there's some cancer verse leaking from him. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so this is, um, I'm, uh, and, and the next issue is titled Going Nowhere, and it's the nowhere with the, uh, that, that we know from, right. uh, Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. And, and the, so, yeah, this is, um, I was, I didn't know what to expect. Like I said, I, I, uh, I was way behind on my Nova, but I saw that Perez was the artist on it and that, that, um, writer was in it. So I figured I would, I would definitely check it out and I'm glad I did. It, if I didn't go into detail now, that may have been my new travels for tonight. So it's, nice. I, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a really solid first issue because even if, again, since if you're lost, if you weren't reading, the previous Nova book or only know Sam from Avengers or the three issues of champions. I think you'll get everything you need to know (laughs) with that particular character in this book. And then, Hey, Richard Ryder's back. So yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't want to slight Mr. McGinnis. I love his work, but I think Ramon's work here is a better fit for Sam than the, the overly sculpted and, and, and just precision McGinnis. This feels more lyrical. It feels more, uh, breezy. The lines are, 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 are more fluid than a McGinnis thing. This just seems right for the age of this Nova.
3: There's
2: yeah, I loved it. I agree. I think perfect.
0: And it, it, it's a lot of the, like the double page with ego. Um, he, you know, it's just that a lot of these lines are just, Play it where it lays. He's just putting them down. And it's yeah. this so fluid and amazing. Um, that said, I felt, uh, after I read this entire issue, I got a Blue Beetle feeling from this series. Uh, the Jaime Blue Beetle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Maybe not so much the fact that the, the previous version is in the narrative as well as the current version with what, with Ted Cord and being in the new Blue Beetle, but just the whole, um, the, the very specific, um, focus of, of the, this, like, this is, this is a multicultural book. And that's what Blue Beetle feels like to me. Like, this isn't just, you know, let's just put, uh, Joe Whitebread in the, in the, the costume. This, there's a, there's a, there's a lineage that goes with this character and a, and histories and, 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 you know, um, ethnicities. And I, I, like that. I like when they mix it up like this. Yes. Um, I, I thought Just this, as long as it's not
2: a derivative character, though, right?
0: No, I don't see this very derivative just because, uh, like, like, um, you know, you're, you're, uh, what are you trying to say? You talking about you talking about Devil Dinosaur?
2: Yes.
0: What, no, I don't see that kind of stuff going on here. It's just a, a different kid in the costume, right? Yes. Like, I think with uh, you're trying to you're trying to bait me. Yes. <laughs> yes. My he favorite is. panel in the whole thing is when they're eating the breakfast. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Nom, 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 nom. I love that panel. He's drinking yeah. out of the carton. I, I, I kill my daughter when she does that. I revive her. And then I kill her again when she does it again. She drinks out of the, the milk carton all the time. No. That's no. wrong. I tell her it it's wrong. wrong. Yes, because the shit that's in your mouth is now flowing back into yes. the milk. <laughs> that's, that's not your
3: carton of milk. No, ever. exactly. Right? Nina's um, milk on it because nobody else is drinking that. <laughs> the, I, I, panels like that. I'm sure McGinnis could do, but they wouldn't have the vibrancy or the or, or the playfulness yes. that Ramon's doing. And and even though he has a formula
0: and it works very well, and he sticks to it, which is great. Oh. I'm
3: McGinnis. Yes, there, and, there's and that a formula. Pers- usually involves stocky built, right? Yeah, well, that's his thing. You, you did, you know. That's not really fitting for Nova. No, and, not and this he, Nova. To see these characters flying through the air and whatnot, yeah, there's certain... I mean, McGinnis fucking kicked all sorts of ass on on Hulk, and why shouldn't he? He I did. He's perfect for that. But yeah. No, I agree with you. And I was surprised, but um,
0: the cover hooked me. I'm like, all right, if that's the approach they're taking on this, I'm going to check it out. Page one, bada-bing, this is where we're going. I was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. And especially when, when Mom's hand... Entered the mirror, I'm like, "Whoa, this is so cool!" She needs a she needs a makeover, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right, I got something. You getting to give me a chance to talk?
3: Oh, dude, oh, nah.
0: I have something very special. Um, this is a Dark Horse archive volume, and before I get into it, I got to say that Dark Horse. When they do their archives, there is no expense spared. This is a great looking book. It's embossed, uh, silver foil in the lettering on the, I took the dust jacket off, of course, on, on the cover. It's just a, a very heavy book. The paper stock is amazing. The printing is superb. Dark Horse takes pride in their books. And I, I have to give them, you know, props because, this isn't exactly a series that you would think would get the red carpet treatment. I love it, and I'm sure there are a lot of other people out there that love it but um it's not a series that's going to ring a lot of bells with people because it was published by gold key uh slash you know western um it's uh, uh, nineteen seventy six I believe this came out um it was written. By someone you may – no, actually published in 72, 73, and 74. Wow. Okay. Um, this volume connects collects the first nine issues of Daggar the Invincible, which was written by Don Glute. And if you are a listener of the late Lamented Around Comics, you heard an awesome interview with Mr. Glute. Mm -hmm. glute has an amazing pedigree he's he's a a renaissance man he does a lot of stuff he's a writer of course uh and has worked with all of the major publishers right marvel dc uh warren there's the pedigree with me he did a lot of umbrella stuff uh charlton he did the red circle books at archie glute is also a he has this awesome frankenstein series that was uh, originally released in paperback form, but it was later reprinted in Dennis Drucktennis' Castle of Frankenstein. They, they were, um, that's the revived Castle of Frankenstein. They just published an entire magazine of Glute's paperbacks, and then they did a series of them with uh, amazing art. Uh, but that, I'm getting distracted here. Um, he's, he's a screenwriter, he worked on Land of the Loss. Uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, Tarzan, DuckTales. Uh, he makes movies. And like when I was coming up, Glute's name was in Famous Monsters like all the time. So he was a dude that I latched on to early and followed all his stuff. But um, this series is illustrated by Jesse Santos. Uh, great covers by uh, Santos and George Wilson. Um, the gist is really simple um this uh Dagar was a uh inspired by Marvel's success with Conan. there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it uh Gold key saw this, the 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 money flowing into Marvel when Conan hit big and they're like, okay let's see if we can reproduce this so glute um he did this on his own he did a um, a pitch for this series and he sent it to to Warren and Warren flat out. Um, nixed it they're like no we don't want this um and it ended up finally at gold key and the the, the thing that differentiates this series from you know your conans and your culls and your 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 other sword and sorcery heroes is that dagar is not a barbarian number one number two his entire village gets wiped out by the soldiers of this nasty sorcerer called uh, Scorpio. And he pledges right then and there on the blood of his people to avenge them. He's going to get this Scorpio guy. And you know what? Now, this is where it differentiates from the standard sword and sorcery fair, where Conan is always, always pleading to Krom and Mitra to help him out. Krom, help me. And, uh, you know, Kull does it and the the – The worst of the transgressors is probably Solomon Cain. He's, he does everything for God, right? Dagar renounces his gods on page one of issue one. He's like, you guys were no help. You suck. Where were you when my people were getting butchered? I, you know, I don't need you. So just go the frig away. So it's a very, like, it's a very humanistic book. There's no pleading to Sky Daddies in this book to help out. Dagar does everything on his own. That's I love that. Right? He's he's not expecting help from anyone. He's he's a one man army. So he 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 takes it upon himself and his grandfather helps him out when he's young to train to bring down this Scorpio guy. Um and Gold Key saw this and like, what do you mean this series is continued? Because the, the, the modus operandi at, at Gold Key was done in once. You didn't really have things that would continue issue to issue to issue. They didn't like that. So they're like, by the fourth issue, they said, well, you know, wrap this up in the fourth issue. You know, series is still going on, but wrap up the Scorpio thing because we don't want people feeling left out. We want somebody to be able to pick this book up off the stands and get the story. And that's what Glute did. But the first four issues are – the narrative trails through it. Like he's, he's hunting Scorpio and he does it, but – um, in, the, in the second issue, Glute throws in a werewolf and his sister. And there's a giant beast that's tended to by an agent of Scorpio. And in issue three, he encounters these vampires. He saves this girl, um, Graylin. She was being sacrificed to this vampire clan. Why? Well, because the humans once had a, a blood plant that they would siphon off the sap and that would satiate the vampires. But Scorpio took the blood plant and so the the people had to figure out another way to to calm the vampires, so they sacrificed one of themselves every once in a while. So Scorpio's at the root of everything that goes on in the first four issues. And um Dagar's pretty awesome. Like he's not your standard barbarian. He's handsome, he speaks very fluently, he's smart, right? He's not Horan all over the place like Conan does. He does fall in love very easily though. Like the sister of the werewolf falls in love with her. The the woman that he saves from the vampires, Graylin, falls in love with her. But she becomes a regular character after that. And uh, the thing about this series is Glute was really sly because Gold Key didn't allow the creative teams to put their names in the book. Okay. Yeah, so... Dagar is from Tulgonia. Now, if you take the first four letters of Tulgonia and reverse them, what do you get? Glute. Yeah. Right? So uh, he names towns in the book after his friends. He'll he'll reverse the names and put hyphens in them. And just so he could prove to someone who wasn't in the know that he wrote the book. And um, another thing that Glute was really smart in doing is that he connected all of his gold key work. Mm. Like Dagar connects to Trag and the Sky Gods. There's this Neanderthal guy named Jarn, who's Trag's brother. He shows up in issue eleven. Then there's a crossover with Dr. Spectre, um, where it's revealed that all the the, the bad dudes that Doctor Specter is fighting spring from the same source as those fought by Dagar. So it's neat. If you if you like this book there's more gold key stuff from Dark Horse Archives that you can read that all ties into this. So it's, it's, it's a neat little, um, experiment. But this is volume one connects, collects, I did it again, collects issues one to nine. But Dagger ran for 17 issues, not counting the reprints. So it's been five years since this volume was published. So I sent Dark Horse a little query, like, hey, when are we going to see the second Dagar the Invincible archives? And I got a very pleasant reply saying it's not on the schedule at the moment, but that's not to say that it will never be on the schedule, which kind of sort of means to me that, you know, don't hold out hope that for a second volume because it, yeah. may, it may or may not come. But I can't see Dagger the Invincible being a huge moneymaker for Dark Horse, but kudos to them for trying because absolutely yeah yeah They dark horse is awesome um i mean the writings on the wall when i get these things i get them through Tifa on the black friday sale mm-hmm. so i'm getting a 50 dollars hardcover for like 14 bucks i think that says everything that needs to be said right these things are remaindered there's not a yeah, whole there's true. not a whole lot of people that want them right um but i think Jesse santos's work is amazing mm-hmm. it's kind of in the ernie chan mold a little bit there but he, I mean, he's very illustrative. He, he goes deep into the drawing. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's a fantastic book that I think is overlooked by a lot of people. There's a, a really, um, informative, a very informative intro by Don Glute, which he tells you the whole sorted history of, uh, Dagar and how it got to, to be printed at Gold Key and what it was originally called and who didn't want it, who wanted it. And it's, it's, it's neat. It's a great book, so if you have, uh, if you're on the TFAW site during the Black Friday sale and you see Dagar the Invincible for 15 bucks, pick it up. It's an amazing series. Fingers crossed for uh, volume two, but not going to hold my breath. Had a
2: boy. Yeah,
0: I'm glad to have the first volume. Oh, show. Yeah. I have many Dark Horse archives, and I think I got them all from Tifa.
2: Interesting. Yep. And you know who owns Tifa? Who? Really?
0: This <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> dumb. Yeah, I do. But anyway. <laughs> so, what else do we have to talk
2: about? Our patrons. Oh man, um, <laughs> dude! Yeah, I wish you guys would get off your asses and catch up on on Bloodshot.
0: Oh please, <laughs> He is so
2: adorable. Yeah, really.
0: Would you, did you read Bloodshot USA number two? Yes, sir. No, I didn't read it
2: yet.
3: Maybe did
0: it? you know why I didn't read it? Why? Because there were books in the Valiant package that I was uh, lusting for more than than uh, Bloodshot USA and number then two. You,
3: and then you realized I, I, I should have read Bloodshot USA number yes. two, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, no. Yeah. I don't want to say that for all the books I read. I read uh, Harbinger Renegades number Th- one. That,
3: no, no. See?
0: That was great.
3: It It's not Renegades, which pisses me off. What did I say? It is, it's not Renegades? No. What no it? it's Renegade. Makes oh, makes sense! Oh, it's Next. an S. None of the sense.
0: It's an S.
3: Where do you? It's much one letter. No,
0: I'm saying you're getting upset over one letter. It's only one letter.
3: <laughs> you're. <laughs> it's not plural. Big deal. <laughs> it's not a team. What's the, No, the team? because <laughs> I
0: think the renegade's going to be Peter.
3: Yes, but it's just. It's. Yes, I was. I, it. It. <laughs> But, but anyway, was, I think we, we they're, interrupted they're Jason. The team, but did you see what was inside? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, I Poor almost, Jason. I I couldn't. I.
0: It was a squeam moment. It really was. Yes. It yes. Was just, it really wow, happened. In the it, it stapled into the the uh, the middle of Harbinger Renegade okay. is a mail-in form. You a collect coupons yes. of four. You collect all four coupons, mail them in, and you get a free special Harbinger Renegade Zero no. issue. What?
3: Harbinger Wars 2. Oh, whatever. I'm sorry. Zero- oh, oh, oh right. I'm gonna be pissed <laughs> off about a letter, but I'm going <laughs> to bundle the whole time. Anyway, with a zero <laughs> issue, which is expected to ship. By December 31st, 2017, getting you ready for the 2018 Valiant event of Mm -hmm. the year. That's planning. That is some major planning. What a fucking coupon, man. I know, right? It was old home week. Oh, this was just, that was was too much. But there's like, there's three artists in this book because you have the intro page by um, uh, Raul Allen. You have your boy Juan Jose Reap. Yep. Doing a couple of pages with a pretty interesting prologue. But the, um, the star of the show and the reason why I could not wait to get my grubby little applause on this issue is, uh, Mr. Derek Robertson. Mm. And, uh, yeah. the entire book is written by Rafer Robertson. Rafer Roberts? It is, uh, it's a crazy freaking book, man. It is. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I know very little about what I mean. Th- this issue, the first page catches you up, and, and there's enough um, people are an exposition here and there, so you you know what was leading up to what everything that came before this particular issue. The last couple pages um, that was pretty much for the whole setup, and that I, I think it was. It paid off. I,
0: they were smart because you don't have to know anything about what has come before. Exactly. It's all spelled out for you in the first like three or four pages. Yep. Yep.
3: yep. yep. And even then and even after that, uh, because of the things that were set up and mentioned in the first couple of pages, they they expound on it a bit as the issue yeah. goes on. So it, and but it's it's done really well. You're not you're not hit over the head with, you know, if you didn't follow along then, then you know then Yeah. But the
0: the blood of these kids, these failed Psyot activations oh, it's all on on um faith and it's all on their hands. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they took all the they took the they dumped Harada's database. They yep. made it they made it public. So all of the Psyots that Harada knew about mm-hmm. e- even the siots themselves didn't know that they right. were that they were Psyots. So All of this information is now made public, so the people that didn't know now know, and the ones that choose to get activated go about it. It's like getting a back-alley abortion. Yep. There's people trying to activate psiots that have no business doing it, and one girl gets her entire head caved in. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's disgusting. And um, you know, so the blood is on their hands. If they'd never released the information, these deaths would never have occurred. Mm -hmm. So yes, they did it. They did it in the, the, you know, information should be free. Let's bring down Harada by dumping all of the, the, uh, the things he has on all of these organizations and people. That's great. But, but by, by making it known, the deaths occurred. And it, no, it's right. a really, really good book. Um, but Jason, why don't you talk about bloodshot without spoiling it?
2: You can't do it. Can't, cannot do that.
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: Well, I'm saying, I mean, what? I'm sorry. How am I going to not spoil it? Yeah. Well, you can, if there's a... a Well, let's say this. I mean, first of all, uh, it's Jeff Lemire with Doug Braithwaite, (laughs) which he looks great. Braithwaite looks great. Uh, It picks up right after Volume 4 of Bloodshot Reborn, a.k.a. Bloodshot Island, which he touched on a little bit last week. Um, And I have to say, much love to La Rosa. But after seeing that second volume of Soyan, I gotta say I think Soyan's my favorite bloodshot artist so far no what
0: that's my personal opinion i'm I'm glad I, I I love the fact that no no let's just dial this back a little bit. I love the fact that you have an a personal opinion on bloodshot Yes. okay that's
2: great but no I'm not quite sure about the logic here, which is that they they train up death death, death mate right mm-hmm. Then they bring her to the city, and then they release this thing which turns the city's people into bloodshots, so that Deathmate can kill them. Like
0: it's training ground. They just what? It's another. It's just like Bloodshot Island. It's the same kind of training ground. But
2: couldn't they have just trained? Could they just train her to kill people? Like, what, like, like? Why do they have to turn people into bloodshots and then have her kill them? I don't. Because it's cool. It is cool. <laughs> it is cool. It looks cool. It looks cool. It looks cool. And, uh, again, no, since I can't look into spoilers, I will say it's, it's a dope, dope start, dope start.
4: Yeah.
0: I'm loving some Braithwaite. Yeah. I read the first issue. I just didn't read issue two.
3: I will, I will get, I will get caught up for next week.
0: Yeah. But the, the, the book that David and I did read, uh, in lieu of Bloodshot (sighs) USA number two was Savage. You want to talk about this thing for a little while?
3: We can. I mean, it's, I, um,
0: Let's set it up and first. I only,
3: I, Creative I, team. Full disclosure, I I only read it because you did. And right. um, that doesn't mean I would have read Bloodshot USA number two. But I, I asked you how it was, and then I started reading it. And had you responded to me before I started reading it, I probably would not have. Right.
0: Um, well, it was written by B. Claymore. And it's a well
3: it's a well written issue. It is.
0: There there are two artists involved, Louis LaRosa and Clayton Henry, and Brian Reber on colors. Um it, yeah, it's it's uh about uh a couple. Um Kevin and Veronica Sauvage, and Kevin's a uh a football star, not the – our kind of football. He's he's a soccer, soccer. star. And um, his wife, who seems to be his uh, business manager, um, s- thinks that, you know, let's go to America and you can catapult
3: – Basically, au- they, you'll be Beckham.
0: Yeah, the awesomeness that I know you possess to a much wider audience and you'll be all that and we'll be rolling in it and let's go do it. So they're on the plane – Coming from wherever it is, they their origin, place of origin, and something happens to the plane, and the uh, couple and their newborn child are stranded. AJ. Yes, stranded on an island, and it's an island populated by dinosaurs.
3: Well, we only know that because of the first seven pages. and, and no, you know that page. in the last page. Well, the yeah. last page. And, and, and and yes, during his travels across the island he passes the eggs. But, right. uh,
0: but it's a flip flop story. Like the beginning of the book you get the child grown into this formidable fighter. Like he attacks a dinosaur with what I'm assuming is a raptor claw. He uses it as a as a knife of sorts. And that's the Louis La Rosa part. Those mm-hmm. seven – pa whole seven pages. Yes, and which, it's stunning. Just it is. It's absolutely it's gorgeous stunning.
3: But buyer beware, for me at least, is that all the Facebook posts, talking to Lewis at New York Comic Con, I was under the impression – and if that's on me, so be it – that this was B. Clay – and Lewis's
0: book. Yeah, I was under that impression as well. Right, and, as was I. And I'm so I was sh-
3: expecting nothing but Lewis. Right, and, 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 I'm, and I'm sure
0: and, that once the main the 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 backstory narrative plays out, that the the uh, Clayton Henry art's going to go away, and the book will become all Lewis Larosa. But right. it's in the the uh, divinity. Um, uh, Bluch, analog Man. Analog Man. Uh, packaging. Yeah, it's got the, the really nice cover, uh, clay coat. Uh, it's a beautiful-looking book. Like, I'm not going to um, take a dump on Clayton Henry. His, no, his, no. His, but it's so different than Louis LaRose. Like, it's a totally different approach. Extremely mm-hmm. clean line. I mean, it's very
3: um, – LaRose's stuff is more painterly. It's, it's, oh,
4: God, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's, and it's just – And it's wordless. I, well, oh, except for when he's screaming after the uh, dinosaur. But
0: if, if the parents, if I, I'm assuming that because the child is alone
3: mm-hmm. in
0: the opening part of the book and he's fighting this dinosaur and he's doing a, an awesome job and it's bloody and it's vicious and the dinosaur chomps down on his arm at one point mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem to really bother him. Not all that much anyway. I'm assuming that the parents meet some kind of untimely end. If that's the case, I do not understand why B Claymore is investing so much time on the parents. Mm. They don't. They I, I'm don't think that they matter. Right? There's a there's a, a shipwrecked. The father comes upon a shipwrecked. Um, it looks like a yacht, and he goes in, and it, there seems to have been some kind of. Flesh eating, um, bacteria that worked on these people. Either that or it was cannibalism. You right. don't, you don't know. Ju- there's just decaying bodies in this yacht. And, mm-hmm. and he flees the yacht, runs uh, to the beach and then encounters a dinosaur and that's where it's to be continued. But, um, even in the process pages in the back, like, it's, it's great to To know all about this stuff, but when you look at the process, and it's La Rosa versus Henry, like I don't, I don't really know why Henry was picked for this book. I, he's a great artist. I really like on. Oh, well, X- he's also
2: as Neovalian exclusive as well.
0: Yeah, but I'm, I mean, on EXO or you know, a more um, contemporary story, great
3: <laughs> Evar stuff.
0: Yeah, th- great. I think he's he's phenomenal, but. When you look at the first seven pages and the ruggedness of it and the pulpy mm-hmm. and it's just – the dinosaur is superb. And then you go to the Henry pages. this is like it's supposed to be mundane. I get it. But it's just – I was I, I was disappointed in this book. Yeah. I really was. It's a bummer. It is. Um, who's to say it won't play out in a different way? Like maybe the parents go away in issue two.
3: Or maybe – I mean I – Mom is not doing well no. because she needs to rest after they get to the island, and 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 she may have a fever, um, and maybe because Dad likes to drink, and and uh, maybe maybe he just decides that KJ can fend for himself. I I don't know if both parents end up dying. I I I, I think maybe Mom dies. And dad is just a dick and, and he kind of goes and becomes a hermit or something. I don't know if they're both dead, but it's, is not a lot. It's a big jump for me to make that guess after a handful of pages. So, um, but I think, I think Moore did a real good job of fleshing these characters out where, you know, yeah, you have the first seven pages with just the boy taking on a dinosaur and that that's the stage because it, it, that's right on the first page. It says now, and then you get to, you know, like you said, Vince, it's like dad's a soccer star. Wife is, um, business manager. There's been some rumors. There's been some, uh, they're in the tabloids. He's not, uh, he's not the name he used to be. So the, yeah, first start in America, uh, they have kids back at home and there's, there's a lot of, uh, More packed a lot of information in these couple of pages. While there, the plane hadn't even crashed yet, and you pretty much know everything you need to know about these uh, about this couple. And uh, they don't seem to
0: get along very well. There's like he he seems to love her more than she loves him,
3: and that and but that's because she is she feels his talent is wasted because all he's caring about right now is. Vodka, is more important to him than right. Doing like good. Jason,
0: he goes back to the shipwreck and uh, scrounges up whatever food he c- he can and and supplies, mm-hmm. and uh, he takes great pains in removing all of the alcohol from the plane. Mm-hmm. Like the, that's uh, what you need on an island right. is, is is hooch, right? Yeah, I don't know. I just I I found the the parents' story uninteresting. Like I would have preferred – if it was going to go the parents' way as the backstory, I would have preferred an entire wordless issue of the kid making his way in this in this island and just with like peppered with flashbacks of the parents. Like I think the parents are playing way too big a, a, a part in the first issue because ultimately they're really not going to matter, right? I, I'm assuming. I don't know. I, I, I'm conflicted. It's a it's a good looking book, but it's just there. There are parts of it where it just really like it was it was a chore to to trudge through some of the dialogue between the, mm-hmm. hus- the husband and the wife. David,
3: no, you're not. Uh, it, it was a it was kind of a, a typical back and forth, not uh, not loveless marriage, but you know, just uh, the spark isn't there right now, and they're it, it's a. It's a lot of work just to get through it. So, yeah, some of the conversations were, um, not tedious, but, yeah, there were. Yeah. For you know, my money. Along fast right.
0: For my money, I would much rather watch a kid fighting
3: dinosaurs than two parents bickering on a beach. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And at least, I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, the, the last name is, is pronounced Savage, but, yeah, I mean, so there, there's a reason why. It's not like the kid's a savage and, and that's, you know, he's going after dinosaurs. There's a, uh, and, and dad's name is, um, I guess his nickname on the soccer field is Savage. So it's, it's, I, I, I appreciate the little touches like that as opposed to just, you know, calling the kid savage because he's going after dinosaurs with nothing but a raptor claw it is it's, it's, it's that's kind of cool to... though
0: that is really cool which means he either found a dead body a dead raptor body or he killed it himself right. either way right, it's right. badass right yes indeed
3: yeah great looking cover it is a slick looking cover did you see the cover for number two
2: yep yeah even better so yeah i got all my... uh, up in that rogue one Oh, are
0: you kidding me? I I have to make myself go. Not because, you know, I got to force myself to do it. I'm very reluctant to get up off my ass on the weekend to go to a movie, but I got to get there. Because you you know what's going to happen.
3: Spoilers with the Wild.
0: Exactly.
3: Yep. I'm hoping to, uh, I'll probably see it with my brother and my nieces like we did last year with The Force Away. I don't know if I'll see it by myself next week during Jason's birthday week but I might if I can get away for a couple hours I will otherwise I'll just wait and find out when I can get together with um, with the Connecticut prices and see it with them. you got your tickets already Jason
2: yep (sighs) Saturday
0: (sighs) gotta do it man do you have to fill out an application to get a birthday week
3: like mine's just one day no, Vince. no, you just have to be the no. Man. Last last <laughs> year it was last year. I'm pretty sure it was your month, Vince. My month. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think you made out pretty well for hitting fifty. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That wasn't last year, by the way. Oh, was years
0: ago. Yeah, fifty deuce. deuce. I'll be fifty-two in August. Fifty-two. That's awesome. That's Is my that DC. That'll be oh, my DC we, year.
3: We we gave you the that was last year for 51 51 was it two years ago where we gave you the art two years ago dude two, well a year and a half was it huh? really holy <laughs> shit yeah yeah what the fuck happened last year
0: mm. we didn't do a damn thing not a whole lot it was just a day <laughs>
2: just a day
3: oh man
2: yep
0: so what else do we have to talk about
2: here y'all uh i know vince you haven't necessarily been feeling it so far but what would y'all think of the walking dead first half of the season
0: I thought the last twenty minutes were were pretty good, but every yeah. everything before it was boring
2: AF.
3: Well, yeah. I don't agree. Really? Yeah, either. yeah. yeah I, there were um, there were a couple episodes that were kind of setting things up for later, like when she um, when she when when, when she and Heath went on. Uh, she ended up on the Isle of Lesbos, and and. Promise not to let anybody know where, uh, <laughs> there, 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 that was. The Isle of Lesbo. <laughs> so, that was, uh. <laughs> you're just enjoying it. Too much. There you were, are not right. Um. No, it wasn't. It. I think all the episodes served a purpose to, to, to move the story along. It wasn't. There wasn't a. Even, even the episode like that one where, um, You didn't see the rest of the team. But up until when we last saw the two of them at that satellite site and after they killed everybody in that building, um, I – honest to God, I I remembered them, but I wasn't thinking about them at all until we got that episode. And I was like, holy shit, yeah, there's still a couple people out there aside from Carol and Morgan who Mm – we don't know where they are. So, I mean, I I appreciated the episode. Uh, and, you know, she shows back up at, at Alexandria at the end and, and everybody kind of gets caught up on
0: mm-hmm.
3: what's going on. So um, there may be some scenes that do drag out a bit, like pretty much anything with fucking Dwight. But overall... Or, or
0: I... Spencer. No. Wait. Spencer, the, do- the son of the the uh, the previous uh, head of um, Alexandria. What the hell was her name?
3: Oh, God, yes. Like, yes, Spencer, like, yes, shut yes, up, dude. Yes, Sh-
0: just go. Cool. I th- I'm, I, one, I'm glad he died. Yeah. But I think they just spent way too much time on his, his quote, story.
3: Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Just
0: stop. I know. What did you think yeah, you I were going to get? You, you, you're going to a madman and trying to bargain with him. You're an idiot. And that's-
3: and that's your that's your reasoning for being the fucking leader because your mom was a little, come on yeah so it's a, it's in
0: your DNA right I don't think so <laughs> you're a pussy and I'm glad you died the way you did oh Well but, but, but think, no uh, I, I I mean and Rosita Rosita's pissing me off right really. yeah she's a little bit a little whiny
2: she's mad annoying dude
0: and she you, really is man thank you thank and you you hit the bat at that range you hit the no. bat no. what so like, you. you
3: Aim okay. for his heart or aim for There's his head. no goddamn sense. It doesn't played, make any played, sense. played the one goddamn hand you people had because you were going to have bullets made. You fucking idiot.
4: Yeah,
0: and not only that, but putting um, haircut at risk just so you can get this misguided revenge. And you right. didn't even follow through, right? But the thing that gets me about that episode was – now, I only know Negan up to issue 100 right. and right. what I've seen – in the the show to date, I think he's being extremely lenient on the regulars. Daryl should be dead,
2: yeah, I must say uh it's a definite departure from the comic,
0: yeah, and Rosita she should not be walking, she shot at him he he killed one of them just because Daryl took a swing at him, like yeah. I think firing a gun close range is a lot more devastating yeah. than somebody throwing a punch. Like she should be street pizza.
2: I think I think he's doing a great job at acting the role of Negan. Like I think he's a really yeah, it's, a, it's a really good casting. But it is, and you know, the Carl part of that is is from the comics, yeah. where where he yeah he takes Carl under his wing. But but the rest of it, yeah, it's it's a struggle to me. It is. I, I, but, but, I'm with David though. I, I have enjoyed the season. I, I think Negan is a little lenient, but I, I think that overall, I've, I've, I've not found the season boring like you have, Vince.
0: Uh, I just, I, I wait for the set pieces, like when, when Rick was, they were in the boat going across to, to take the, the whoever that person was, the, the guns and stuff. It's like, oh, that's here's this episode set piece. You know, like, and I have a nice little, little, little <laughs> zombie soirée. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, it's not, um. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no. whenever Negan's delivery reminds me entirely of Dave Wactor
2: <laughs> You know, you shouldn't. I could see ha- Dave Wactor being uh, like Negan in the Zombocalypse.
0: No, just the the, the, the way Dave before he was married. Maybe the way Wactor speaks. You know, yeah, maybe shouldn't Negan's have done married. that. It's just that, that he's got that delivery that Dave has. It's true. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Oh, uh, Vince.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't it's just yeah. not lighting a fire under me this season. I find it incredibly boring.
3: I they they um when in the latest episode when um Michonne goes to talk to Rick and Rick is sitting in that jail cell, that of course is going to be a scene. We'll get. not no, I'm not going to say soon, but we will get. Well, that, that's going to, um, that's going to be a set piece for a while. And you have, um, it's just, it seems, and I, I'm hoping that the next eight episodes when the show comes back in February, I'm a little worried that those episodes might drag out because if Rick is, trying to get everybody together now this soon, this early, mm-hmm. to go after Negan, then A, I think things are moving a bit fast, but two, that makes me think that the rest of the season is just going to plot along because he needs to go to Ezekiel and 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 convince the rest of the hilltop people to follow him. You know, there's just mm-hmm. it's I think we were moving at a pretty good clip and now I'm just concerned that it's, it's going to slow down just so that we can get to the season finale again and see if we're going to get the huge war yeah. next season.
0: How long do you think the war is going to take? Do you think it'll take two years? Two two seasons? No, it'll, it'll, uh, it'll be next season. But doesn't the war in the comic last like 50-some issues? No. Oh, it doesn't? No. 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 Well, what's no. the thing current currently going on? There's the some
2: whisperers war. The whisperer war, yeah.
0: That's totally removed from. Totally different. Okay. So, can I ask you a question? No, maybe you don't want to answer it because, like I said, I, I big blank on the comics. It, do- it, it It doesn't seem that Negan's in the current issues. Incorrect. Oh, he is. <laughs> All right. Well, that's kind of distressing. <laughs> well, there's I, a know, reason why. I would like to see some image plus backstory on Negan in this, the regular series now, the TV show. I I need why? to know because I would like to know more about Negan other than the fact that you well, know. We don't get backstory on any
2: of the characters. Why would we?
0: We don't get backstory. We what?
3: did well. No, we got we we got the backstory on Enid. Not that that means much, well, okay. well I
0: would like to see lot. what made him such a dick. he just was, but but he wasn't in that image plus thing he's not yeah, he's like a storekeeper he, no, he but he progressed to the he had to, right. he had it in him though I mean that's the thing. sure, right. sure, yeah. but I think it would it would add another layer to the character on the t v show if if we knew just a little bit more about him other than the fact that he right. swings a mighty fine bat <laughs> you know. Why do all these people bend at the knee to him? It's like the ants movie. If mm-hmm. they if they realize all those people in that room when he when he was showing Carl over the railing, like watch this kid, and he makes them all bow. Like if they just said right then and there, fuck it, and just mm-hmm. all, like he would be done. Why don't they do that? What does he have on these people other than the some kind, of you know, the cult of personality? Exactly. Well, that's what he's got. Yeah, but that. You know, in a post-apocalyptic scenario where you're, 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 you don't know whether you're going to be alive or dead the next day. But you, that's why but I you're, think you're, he's
2: got to be less lenient, and he certainly is in the comics. I mean, that's the only way that works, right? Is that if he's just so unbelievably brutal and so ritualistic with the rules that people fall in line.
0: But wouldn't you be willing to take? More willing to take chances in a scenario like that, like if, no, because
2: if, the thing that I don't think they're doing it very well. They're doing an okay job on the show, but but it was made evident in the comic because again they're living an amazing life. They're they're safe. They have food. They have shelter. They have comfort. They have music. They have they have everything they need in a time when no one else does. But they just, people will people will tolerate some imposition and some yeah. deference for that. And but, but there's have, absolutely they, they, no leeway though.
0: Like you get, you know, if if Negan says you you have to arrange the pickles on the shelf in, in this manner, and you don't do it, you're you're basically dead. Yeah. So what kind of freedom is that? What kind of safety is that? Well, you know,
3: you know, better you know than the rules. Follow you the know. rules. You're, you're going to have a great life. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like if if you do it this way, you run the risk. Of dying well I better make sure I don't Run the risk of dying and do it the way Negan Wants and and when you have When you're attached when you have That association as It was shown this these few episodes You can be a bully And get away with it when 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 they Get when they pick up the The pigs and and The produce and They get the free shots at Punching homeboy in the face Because he stood up to them and Ezekiel's like, no, that's not how we do it. And Negan's crew gets to be assholes and run roughshod on them. So there's, you get there's that. Yes, Negan is intimidating and and is a bully to his people. But when they're out and about, his people can extend that courtesy to other people. Did they ever play out the tainted pork? Not yet. Oh, that's no. we haven't seen anybody get sick yet, or I, no. But I, but things I think have been moving a little quickly, so they probably haven't gotten around to
0: mm-hmm. cooking it yet. Well, they're telegraphing the fact that Dwight's going to be incredibly important to this shift.
3: Oh
2: yeah,
0: uh, yeah. There's yeah, and, and every episode they slam that
2: home, like Dwight well, looking at funny him like
3: is. Is as I mean he plays a I don't
2: want to spoil but he he continues to play a very big role Pat post the Negan stuff.
3: That's and that's cool. the thing. It's like the 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 way Jason's feeling about Negan between the book and the comic. That's kind of the way I'm feeling about Dwight because I don't want to. He annoys the I just want to see him dead. Why Dwight? No. Yes. Why? Whereas well Dwight's an asshole and and he fucking with Rosita. It's just he's he's an absolute. Utter pra- and, and the shit he was doing to Daryl, it's just. Right, and- yeah,
0: okay. You, he is an asshole, but you can understand a little bit why he's an asshole because his 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 love was taken from him. The guy's sleeping with his wife right under his nose, yeah, right. and okay. talking, well, him, you know, and talking about it, and and parading it in front of him like he's sucking face with his wife, like right in front of Dwight. So he, he, I'm not saying give Dwight a pass, but. If if I was in the it same situation really like yeah I'd be pretty pissed off too but the thing that gets me is the two guys that beat up um what's his name um oh Aaron Aaron like yeah they're just dicks
3: yeah 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 but we don't know maybe maybe Negan's also got them they're what <laughs> it's you know of, it's, Negan's it's, got it's, Aaron <laughs> <He's>, he does well he does <laughs> but he it's there are um I mean, obviously we weren't supposed to like Dwight from last year when, when, yeah. you know, Daryl saved him and, or didn't kill him. And, and then he fucking ends up taking the bike and the crossbow and that right. back obviously to bite Daryl in the ass. But, um, no, it's just, I mean, it's, it's not even it. Yes. I obviously Dwight has reasons to behave, react the way he has, but it's just, it's, it's also the. The, the um the cowardly way he'll go about it it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's just he's, and, and he's half a man because he won't he's he's gonna play a badass in front of Rick's crew but then around the other people at at Negan's camp it's like he's gonna take that person's share of the peanut butter and he's and it's like and now you're just so that's I I, I would get well, him te- being a bully. Prick. Yeah. Right, but it's, it, and that's, but, and that's why he's, I can't just shrug and go, well, okay, I understand because of what Negan did. It's like, if that was all it was, okay, but he just, he, he goes a step too far, and that's when I'm just like, yeah, I just, I, I don't, well, you can get off my maybe. He'll I believe
2: have, you're, uh, the word you're looking for is bitch assness.
3: There is a lot of bitch assness where Dwight's concerned. Maybe yes. he'll have his moment of clarity. Well, again, it's if follows the comic. He will, right? He will. Yes. Cool. David, you read up to that part too? I am
2: definitely uh, is good. Remember, we did that marathon.
3: Yeah, I'm up to the one. David's favorite new to me this year. Actually, wait. Yes, it's. Um, I'm up to. Uh, I'm up to issue 150. I have to read wow. the last few, but yeah, I'm up to 150.
2: Mm-hmm. Speaking of new to me, oh. don't forget, everybody, voting is open for the 11 o'clockers.
3: And you can get to the ballot if you go to the new website.
2: Yeah, it's there. That's true. So there's now, multiple ways. You go to 11o'clockcomics.com, Dapp set up a, there's a header, a banner, a tab, a second tab uh, up on the page. You can click on that. It says 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock Very easy. Or if uh, for some reason you're, uh, uh, a hater of all things fun and don't want to go to our website, <laughs> you can reach it in other ways by going to tinyurl.com backslash EOC awards. I think it's easier to go to the website. So to yeah. our website. Yeah. So do it. Yes, I agree.
0: Um, and we should also clarify the cutoff date for the album art contest because oh. a lot, of, a lot of people have been asking like, you know, when's my deadline? That's important when you're making art. You got to know.
3: It, it is yes, especially if the album art should have the year on it. So you would want it before the first episode of the new year. That was my thinking. That we'd want it before that, that Thursday.
0: Okay, so they have till until the the. Let's give us time to to deliberate this. You have till the Monday before the first episode of 2017. You
3: have until January second, right? Because the first Thursday is January fifth. There you go.
0: So we're all good now. Everybody
3: knows, and and the um, oh. it's also been asked, Jason, if there is any way. Nope. Okay. I have no idea. No Uh For people to see, perhaps that's one one good thing from the old forum. Is that when people would vote for the 11 o'clockers, people could see other fans' picks. And oh, with yeah, This no form, okay. I mean, I know the three of us can, but yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. I wasn't sure. Unfortunately,
0: not. Oh, they want to see who's in the lead and stuff?
3: No, they, well, or if it, if it brings a bell. Oh, it's like spark there. Right. You know, um. Oh, sure, yeah. I can't believe, I, I can't believe I didn't think about, you know, Juan Jose so. Right.
2: Yeah. That, that is the, that's the downside of the new way, but the upshot is so much more in that it correlates everything, and it's. We don't have to it's do all the correlation, yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. You just have to be original.
0: Yeah. I've been waiting for Richard Corbin to send his. He must be busy. I'm thinking he's going to. No, no, he just sent his. Oh, he
3: did. Good. Good. Yep. All right. So well, the contest is over now. It's all. Uh, I think you said it's all Ethan Van Skyler.
2: Ha ha. Gollum it. <laughs> God. I heard uh, Van Sciver was added to the transition team.
0: <laughs> you know it's rough when rough on a fella when uh, you do the main cover on a miniseries, and and, and Dapp and I are trying to find alternatives.
3: <laughs> can I get can I get that that, that stripped cover version? <laughs> Dude, was Van Skyver ever good?
0: Yes, With yes, Iron Heights and whatnot. I think I think wasn't most Flash.
3: Let's see yeah, the Morrison next minute. Flash Reborn was pretty was pretty slick, and some of the rebirth, Green Lantern rebirth. But I I was really happy to see. That's what him. I meant, rebirth, not yeah. reborn. Sorry. Yeah, because yeah, cause when they when he brought back Barry Allen, it was yeah, it was the same team. So yeah.
0: All right. Should we do then your travels? You guys sure have not. other
3: things to talk about.
0: I mean, I can go forever. Of course you can. That's you know of- what?
3: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go forever because I mentioned to you that I may have your next installment for comics should be ridiculous. So I want you to go first, and then I'll come back at you with this particular comic book. Ah, oh, do it. All
0: right, everybody. If you want to get cheap comics, and who the heck doesn't, all you got to do is go to dcbservice.com. One more time, DCB dcbcomics.com.
4: Woo! One more time.
0: Oh, thank you, Alcohol. DCBService.com. And you can get all the stuff you want at a fraction of the price. Such as, from Marvel, it's the Deadpool Bad Blood OGN from Rob Liefeld and Company. It's mature readers. It's $12.49. From DC, you got the Flintstones trade paperback number one. Mark Russell, Steve Pugh kicking it high. $16.99 1699 cover your price $8.49 and last but not least and you just heard us talk about this from DC and Boom it's The Planet of the Apes Green Lantern number 1 Robbie Thompson Barnaby Begenda cover price 4 bucks your price $1.99 dcbservice.com get there in your travels David and I have been talking Superman to death The main Superman book. Because it's awesome. It's fantastic. Tomasi's doing great stuff with it. But let us not forget the companion title, which is Action Comics. I implore you to read this because the new arc called Men of Steel, which I will not spoil because, correct me if I'm wrong, David, you haven't read this yet?
3: We are reading it for next week.
0: Okay, we're going to read it for next week. There are huge developments with Lex Luthor in this book. There are also pretty big doings with Apocalypse. So, if you are a fan of the Kirby New God stuff uh, and Apocalypse, and uh, this new Superman stuff is ringing your bell, check out Action Comics, because this latest arc is really, really good. There, I didn't spoil anything.
3: You didn't. I I have... um there are... Yes, the newest arc, Men of Steel, starts with issue 967. Yes. Um, and what, three parts are out? Because three, three parts nine, are out. 969 is out, so I have a couple of... I have to go back to actually 963 was the... 962 was the last action issue I read, so I might just breeze through just to be the completest. It's still good. Get, but
0: yeah, it. I mean, it, it's... The action I forget what the arc was called before Men of Steel. It it was good but it kinda of paled against Tomasi stuff in the main book. Yes. I think. I, but I, now, now now this, uh Men of Steel arc, Jurgens has a bead on what he wants to do and I think it's gonna pan out amazingly well. That's all I'm gonna say. And Tyler Kirkham looks good.
3: Mm. Well, um Better. That's what I okay. 'Cause I that's that's another reason why I've been hesitant. I know that T Bear's been inking Scovia on those on, on, on the issues that they do. Uh so the art maybe I'm not gonna say it's inconsistent, but I, I'm not getting that uh and even the Zurcher stuff looks good in part. So there are um Yeah. I'm I mean, not getting the complete package that, like you said, with Superman, with Tomasi and Gleason and Maki and, and of course, Jimenez, when he fills in, um, that fires on all cylinders. Superman right. is, it's, is making me very happy. But Did you read the holiday special that came out, I think, today? I think it came out today. I did not read that yet.
0: There's a Damien, um Jonathan story in it that is amazing.
3: Okay. I'll read it tonight. Um the uh, so yes, yeah, so I will catch up on action for next week. I do I'll that. I'm bloodshot for next week. Um, but Jason, did you perchance read AD After Death Book One? Nah. Oh Was my it? god, He's that, he, a he, had, he had one job. He, he so, and how many um, weeks to do it? Right, right. I right? oh oh don't know what it is. <laughs> Jesus, I can't find it. And it's well, there's no nudity in it, so it's not like it's in the kids' room. No, it's bigger.
0: It's, it's bigger. It's a. It the the the. Um, it's like yeah. It's
3: it's not a. Uh, it's a it's bigger a than Age it's style.
0: not. Oh, no, it's bigger than Golden
2: Age style, isn't it? Oh, is it really? I think so. I'm beginning to think I'm, uh, for, I forgot to order it. Well,
3: I'm glad you said that after we had Jeff on.
2: Well, I certainly don't. It would be an oversight on my part. I was certainly expecting it to be. Yes. Because I don't remember in any of my shipments recently anything like oversized. Well, I'm not going to put in the show notes items alone. because we've
0: we've said, hey, how about that ad? And then we never go anywhere with it, like the past two episodes. So, so
3: we'll, that's
0: not my trial. I just yeah, to maybe we'll get out. there next week. Hopefully,
3: hopefully. Um, in your travels, uh, like I said, I kind of mentioned everything. I am aside from going back and trying to catch up on Dream Thief. I am also reading, um, I'm going all the way back to the nineteen ninety the early 1990s, uh, starting with New Titans number 71. Wow. I am rereading, revisiting, Titans hunt cuz I want to remember <laughs> where the hell it went off the rails and I have a pretty good idea I remember when but I am uh I'm rereading that but in your travels go through your long boxes and just grab a handful of books and see what you have in there that you could deem ridiculous because for Vince wow way back in, actually, I want to get the right date, although back in these days when Image was publishing, I don't know if you can really go by the date, but the cover date is October 1994. And that month, more or less, the Image founders all decided <laughs> that we were going to have... <laughs> Image X, and they were going to all do each other's books. Yep. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe only one creator went back and did his own redid that number. Yeah, there's two Savage Dragon. What was it? Issue 13? 13. Yeah. There's, 13 yeah, there's two and 13 of them. 13A. Yeah. Uh, 13A. Continues whatever the hell story Eric was telling with, with Dart and, 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 everybody else in the series at the time. Cause that actually, I believe came out in 95, early, uh, the middle of 95, like around the summer. So, um, whereas this again is the fall of 94. But this issue number 13 of the Savage Dragon has a, um, has a, a, a pretty funky, very, very stoic-y, um, Dragon in the sewers, but what's what what caught my eye is next to where Jim Lee signed it. It's underneath his name. It says by B Y E. Underneath that is Joe Bennett's signature, who's and underneath that it says hi. So I don't know if. If Jim actually drew this cover, or if he was going to, or if he had an idea for it, and then Bennett decided to run with it, because your, your credits, your story, as all of Jim Lee's stories were at this time, is by Brandon Choi. Pencils, it says pencils, by Jim Lee. Then you get finishes. And this is when, I guess the studio was going for those late nights, because Richard – oh, I'm sorry. No, not Joe Bennett. It's Richard Bennett who does pages 1 through 6, 8 through 13, 15, 19, 20, 21, and 23. Then you have Alex Garner on two pages. Right. Our boy Dan Panosian on two pages on Ch- pages 16 and 22. I think Kyoto know, did some too. No. He did the color. He did the color. Monica Bennett and Joe Kyoto did the color. But your final finisher, embellisher, anchor, whatever you may want to call – is with three pages, Mr. Scott Williams. Scott yeah, Williams. You know, read, read, read right. Scott yeah. Williams uh, but you have, it's, it's, it is a, I'm not going to call it a mess. It's, it's, it was a reason for Grifter to be in Chicago and to kind of team up with Dragon, who is wearing a very tight police uniform. I don't know if it's tight or if it's wet. It's mm-hmm. just, it, it is a, um, but because of all the hands you have on these pages, it's a bit messy. It's 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 weird, man. I I look back at, at some of not all of it obviously because Larson was very consistent even back then. It, it was it was different. It was a little bit more crude, but at least it was his style he was and when you got to the Wildstorm guys, when you got to the homage guys when you got to um, Extreme Studios because there were so many people working there the books they they tried to have somewhat of a house style but you had so many hands working on it things were a bit inconsistent and I, I don't know something had to have clicked for me to think that I could send some of these people submissions and and look at what you guys are doing, and and I at no point did I ever say you know, this is what you're putting out. You should definitely hire me. But it it when I see some of these early image books, it just it's at times it's almost like watching like the first season of Friends or Seinfeld, where you're like, I cannot believe this show got picked up and, and continued to run for so many years because it image couldn't fail back then. Everything they I were putting out, yeah. But if if if. If you tried to do books like this today. Ah, oh, different time. They would. But yeah. it's, it's, yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it is, it doesn't really fit in the ridiculous mold, but it is, it's, it, it, I look, I, I was thumbing through a few things and I saw this in the pile with stuff and I was just like, I, was, man, I, but yes, so, and, and for whatever reason, because Eric being Eric, he hmm. whether he needed to be a completist, but he had to um he had to do his own issue, and it's not even like he decided to do his take on this story. And, no, and what is actually and there is, I guess, it's a part of a crossover because his thirteen does in fact actually have the Wildcats in it. So um whether that was intentional or not, the way things were going, but yeah, there there, there you go. It, it's just because um, I don't even think this is not. This is not in the archives that I have. Oh, really? Just, yeah, the, the Jim Lee issue is not.
0: Oh. Needless to say, I prefer Lypha, or um, uh, Larson's 13. Yes. O- over, over Lee's. And you got to admire Larson's balls when you have a character like Widow whose skin is white and you put her ass facing the viewer. Yep. You're basically showing a naked ass on your cover. Like, if you look between her legs too, there's like, yeah. he put detail in there that can yeah. be construed as, the as the maybe. Yeah, and, uh, so, yeah. I mean, her costume, yeah. for those who don't know, Widow has white skin, and she has a, a purplish, spider webby costume that kind of, there's a, there's a point that enters the top of her butt, and then it, there's an arc, and then it just, exposed her her white th- there's white exposed on the length of both of her legs so a character with white skin with a white portion of her costume can be construed as skin right yes I, I when I look at that cover I just see naked ass that's and that's that's Larson for you back then he would go to any lengths to put the cheesecake in the books not so much now I mean he does from time to time but he was much more of a horn dog back then than he is now. I think the book suffers for it, damn it. <laughs> damn it? <laughs> Whatever.
2: What eves
0: Yeah. So, Jason, what what should they uh, read in their travels?
2: Well, they should definitely read with the lights on, because they're going to be scared to this one. Talking about Mr. Brian Azzarello, Mr. Eduardo Risso, talking about that moonshine again. Nice. Moonshine number three. Third issue's out? You're yes, going you kind to of make
0: me read this stuff,
2: aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, third issue's out this week. Uh, the Further Adventures of Mr. Lou Perlow, who, uh, if y'all recall our chat from the first two issues, is a New York mobster and enforcer of type sent to a boonies town to lock up a deal for their awesome moonshine. Things don't go right. In the midst of all of this, there is a werewolf running rampant. Uh, Perlow uh, wakes up, passed out. Someone has taken him in. He's got a head wound. Doesn't remember anything. For all of you long-time horror fans, does that sound familiar? Very classic werewolf trope. Uh, mob boss gets mad at Perlo because he's not getting the job done. Sends a bunch of uh, other mobsters down to uh, at first try and help him, but basically they get mad at him and try and take him out. And uh, next thing you know, they're all dead and shredded and torn to pieces. So, you know what I'm wondering is, it's from the very first page of this book. It's implied that Perlo is the werewolf, um, so I'm beginning to think that it's just too over the, on the nose over the head for Azzarello. Right. So I think it's not Perlo, and I just I don't know who it is. But it's uh, it, this book could be it, this book is good so far from a plot point, but it could be completely nonsensical. And as long as I'm getting that resale art, I'm happy. <laughs> so the fact that there's a cohesive plot is just bonus. Crazy. So
0: it gets better. After that Frank Miller cover,
2: yes. <laughs> Hard as that may be to accept,
3: <laughs>
2: I'll try and wrap my head around that. I don't know. Yeah, we're so indeed. Son. Cool. I said th- you know and Next week we all got to read. We all got to read uh, that chicken joint.
3: Yeah, I started. it. Yeah, yeah, I started it. Yeah, I did too. Homegirl's
2: giving the Beeger dude gets I to get shot. I
0: got Beeger. to the part with the blowjob, and I'm like, it can't be a chicken book without a blowjob.
3: Right, exactly. No, he's got to have titties. He's got to have sex acts. Yeah, I got I got into the uh, the second issue. Yeah. Cool. All
2: right, everybody. Everybody should enjoy Rogue One. Uh, should we mention quickly uh, what our articles are about this week? Sure. You start off, you were the first one to write one. Okay. As uh, Jason
0: said, we have begun to produce some original content for our website, 11 com, and each of us has a decidedly different, though not unexpected, approach. Uh, my column is called Comics Should Be Ridiculous, and they should, and I'll tell you why and go into why comics are ridiculous and which ones? And I just want to have fun with it, and I want you to have yep. fun with it, and that's all it's about. I'm not trying to uncover any worms under any stones or anything. David, why don't you tell him about it? Because you're the one who wrote it. Ah,
3: I um, I went and talked about um, well, basically saying that there is no right or wrong way to. Read your stories, whether it's um, digitally or on the printed page. Um, I don't know. I, I have the next couple columns planned out, but I don't know if I'm going to be as a I um, I don't know if I'm going to have an, uh, a theme the way Vince has a theme, but... Uh, yeah, embellishing the details will just be my random thoughts on a few things here or there. As a, and, um, as I rarely get around to making a, a very direct point, it, it can be a little long at times. Well, that's what it's for. That is what it's Well, for. certainly wasn't too long this time. I'm glad. Hmm. Uh, no, and I, I don't, I don't have
2: a name for mine per se. I'm not. Like, it's just, gonna write different articles that, I have a bunch of different ideas that I've jotted down, and so the first one though, seemed right, felt right, and that was an ode to the jam piece, where I walk uh, you fine readers through uh, the idea of a jam piece, what is it? How does one go about starting one? Uh, a little history behind it? Thoughts on cost and logistics? Some examples of different types? So uh very cool. And also, quick shout out to uh Felix at Felix Comic Art because he read the article and then on Twitter posted a bunch of um of, of jam pieces that uh, may have been some of the first, if not the first, uh by uh Martin Grief who's passed away. And I've those seen that. yeah, there were eight he had eight jam pieces from some of the all time best creators uh that you could imagine um that he got done in the early eighties and they were I guess auctioned off on heritage. Um Damn. Few years back, for um, an incredible amount of money, I think the I think the the one of them went for twenty three thousand dollars.
0: Wow! See, I was just going to ask you that, like when someone passes, unfortunately, now you have these jam pieces that have uh, a large number of contributors. Do they command yeah. a high price? And you just answered my question: twenty three thousand wow. dollars.
2: Well, he posted that in response to in my article. I mentioned that you know you shouldn't. You shouldn't buy jam pieces if you're if you're someone who's trying to quote unquote invest in comic art. Right? It's it's because I don't I don't I don't think they really do have much of a resale value. But I guess Felix was saying, well, maybe most of them don't. There certainly is there are exceptions.
0: Right. Hence the twenty
2: three thousand dollars. The article I found when I was searching for this on uh, Comic Art Fans, it was fun. I I came across a um, I was looking for an example of a, of a composed jam piece. One where It's not like sectioned off, but it's just one. Complete drawing where, you know, each artist has to f- fit a figure into an already existing piece, which frankly art I know those jam pieces really piss a lot of artists off and they don't like to do them these days. Um, but I found one by Chris Ryle from the 80s and it's just astounding the people he has on there. Yeah. I mean, all the, all the big wigs from John Buscema all the way through. It's, it's incredible.
3: The, uh, yeah, the, 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 the pieces you included in, in your article are, are great examples of, Everything you were trying to, to highlight. Um, the, and you even get the step by step, which was hella cool. Um, the one thing about the website is that the goal is to have a schedule. So every Monday you'll get to read Vince's column. Every Tuesday, you'll get Jason's. you'll get mine on Thursday and the podcast on Friday. so this way there's a reason for you to check it out and then we'll try to have some things for you on wednesday as as uh the time permits but yeah, no it's it's um,
2: maybe some surprises maybe. yeah, you know we've got ideas you know round yeah. tables and we'll have some fan interaction and we'll do some uh you know some some listener cont- contribution stuff and as David said, you know, some interview pieces and,
4: uh,
0: yeah,
2: it's going to be a lot of fun. I think so. Me too. Aww. and we may even have, um, other contributors to the site eventually, if,
3: if depending on how it, how it builds out. I think we will. Cool. I think we have a couple in mind. The, um, <laughs> probably the funnest part for me to assemble the column this week was uh finding the dozen or so different collections of Miller's Dark Knight series. There have been there have been ten year anniversary editions, a thirty year anniversary edition, there's that damn gallery edition, which I guess is like an artist edition. There's that graffiti hardcover that I forgot all mm-hmm. about. There's just been so Many different versions to reprint this particular story. It's insane, but that is a story that is, I think is worth triple, quadruple dipping on.
2: Absolutely true. Just like DK two and, and triple dipping, baby, oh.
3: and probably three. That's funny. <laughs> Who do you think's on the spine, Vince? I I'm guessing.
0: I don't know. I don't like to. You know, I'm not a gambling man, but I'm guessing it's Batman.
3: It, I, I I see Batman's hand. You know who I mostly see?
0: Carrie. Well, Miller does love Carrie. He does. Rightly so. It's a bit of a bummer, but yeah,
3: like the book. But yeah, so
0: there's. You um, hate fun. You're another one of them people that hates hate the fun. fun.
1: Oh, Superman in, in a, a
0: Oh my um, god! <laughs> Don't laugh at him. <laughs>
3: Oh, thanks hey, for listening. Hey,
0: everybody, thank you for listening to us yet again. And if you enjoyed any part of this, please leave us a review on the iTunes or similar uh, podcast dispersal service. And head over to our website, 11 clockcomicscom Come to the Facebook page and uh, treat yourself well. Buy yourself a Christmas uh, present while you're buying stuff for somebody else. And um, as always, say good night.
3: Hey, David. <gasps> What's was that? Good night. Hey, David. <laughs>
0: nice. <laughs> Little Gleason esque lilt to the. Was that was, buddy. right? Yeah, I like it.
3: There you yeah. go.
2: Tickle's my pickle. Oh, That'll boy. Be- Bye. For
4: Say
3: goodnight. Good night. Good night. David. Go home. You gotta stop this-
0: sh- shitting on DK2 and 3. You gotta. <laughs> what
4: are you talking like to, fool? Him as soon as the
0: Dad Stop
4: Ah
3: What
4: <laughs> no. Gotta edit that shit
3: now Oh, oh, yeah you gotta, you gotta twist my words around It's the best ever It is not
4: <laughs> But it's good